I'm Jess Connolly, and you are listening to the Go and Tell Gals podcast. We exist to equip and encourage kingdom women who are using their God-given gifts for the good of others and the glory of God. If you are a mom, a student, an artist, a doctor, we are hoping that this episode will leave you encouraged and ready to run. We're so glad you're here. Let's go. Well, hello, it's 2023, and this is the Go and Tell Gals podcast. We're so grateful you're here. My name is Jess Connolly, and I've also got my friend Emily here with me today. Hello, hello. And listen, I have to talk about the elephant in the room for me first and for foremost, and that is I really don't like being disingenuous. It's not 2023. It's not actually. It's not We're for pretending. Us. We are pretending. We're stepping into that space. But I want to say that right here at the top because I can't fake it with you guys. And also, I don't know. A lot of what we're going to talk about today, this idea of new year, new you, I want to be genuine to say, like, this is not even the new year. We're not even there yet. <laughs> we need a minute anyways. We need a minute. <laughs> but we're going to be processing this and we're excited. And I pray that prophetically, you know, as you're listening to this, obviously it will be a new year and it will be, it will be in a new year headspace mm-hmm. by then. Mm-hmm. But for us as of right now, we're winding down 2022. We're a little tired a little ready for a break. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Are you feeling that? I'm feeling it. Oh, I am too. Yeah. Okay. Em, I don't know a lot about you in New Year's. Like mm. what's your vibe? What's your New Year story? Who are you in the New Year? Who? Okay. I'd say currently I've, I love my birthday mm-hmm. and it's in October. Mm-hmm. So I feel like as an adult, my New Year is really in during my birthday and like I check in in the new year. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. You're a birthday reset check-in in the new year. Yeah. Okay. I'm the exact opposite. Okay. I'm a hard reset in the new year check-in on my birthday. Okay. Yeah. That, But that's nice because your makes, birthday's in August. Yeah. So you have a it's nice a good like, Mine, I'm like, ah, end of the year, just, just start over in October. It feels kind of nice. Less pressure maybe. Yeah. Real. Are you a word of the year person? I have been. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel like you might have a word for 2023? No. I'm not going to lie. My preparation for 2023 is... It's not. It's, it's not, not there. But again, we yeah, have a minute. We got time. Yeah. No, I haven't... Nothing yet. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I do all of it. So yeah. I do like a verse. I do goals. I do a word of the year. I actually always forget my word. I do want to be honest about that. (laughs) Like, that's the thing I always lose. We'll get, like, temporary tattoos for you. Oh, yeah. Okay. On your wrist. Yeah. So today's podcast, New Year, New You. Really? (laughs) (laughs) That's how I'm reading this title of this podcast. And I will say, again, because we want to always be transparent with you guys, I want to lift up the curtain and say, I went... 10 rounds on this podcast episode and what we would call it and what we should call it. And I want to always just share the back end of that too. So you'll know this idea that I think a lot of us used to kind of maybe blindly accept and that now we're really challenging and wrestling with that we're new people every year that we're supposed to become better versions of ourselves or that we can just like reinvent who we are completely and 
even maybe not that we can, but that we should, I think that we've begun as a culture to challenge that premise Mm -hmm. over the last few years, which I actually find really healthy and helpful. But I want to say in the past, I have wanted to be a new person in the new year. And I have kind of bought, I think, what is the lie from the enemy of our souls that we need to become like reinvented versions of ourselves or that like there's someone better I could be being or emulating. And we had a long conversation in our office about this. And we are saying like, okay, new year, new me. Where does that hit you? How does that feel for you? We were talking about the phrase like becoming the best version of yourself because that's something we hear people say a lot in the new year. Like I want to become a better version of myself. Or even the more like Christianese version of this, I want to become more like Jesus this year. I want to become more Christ-like this year. And I just said, if I'm really honest, if I'm pulling back all the layers, a lot of years, it's not that I've wanted to become a better version of myself. I have actually just wanted to be someone different. And I've wanted to be a person who's less needy or more quiet or more organized or more gentle, or that always loves a slower pace. Like I've actually had like a desire within me to just not be me anymore. And that's why today's podcast episode, I really want to talk about like new year, new you, really. Like, do we really want that? And do we know what we're saying? Where do you land with that, Em? Where have you like landed with that in the past? Yeah, I was like even reading over this for our notes felt the same way. I remember like distinctly a lot of like high school probably Mm. season, really loving that like new year, new me, like every single thing about me that I'm doing, I'm going to change and like, I'm going to be completely different. And like, people are going to like me. People are going to like see me as a new person. And it felt really like spunky and fresh and like, all of these things about myself that I didn't like were going to change and Mm. I was going to change them. Yeah. So it's interesting to me. I want to like kind of smush some ideas together. So Breaking Free from Body Shame, the book I wrote about body shame, came out in 2021. And I've shared this on the podcast before, but I'll say it again. A lot of people have asked me like, how does it feel to break free from body shame? Like, you know, like what is different about your life? And I've told them one of the best ways I can describe it is that I feel like I don't have to take a test anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I don't have to present anything to like judge me or grade me anymore as it comes to my body. Whereas I spent a lot of my life feeling like my body was a project or it was this test I had to pass or it was like, if it's good enough, then this will happen. And if it's okay, then this will happen. And once I kind of got my mind transformed and my life transformed by freedom and I realized like my body is good, it was made good, I can treat it like it's good, I don't have to try to make it good, I all of a sudden felt like I never had to take a test again. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, I had graduated and gotten flying colors and didn't have to work for it. And I will say that that slowly, that freedom has slowly been translating to my goals and the way that I view the new year. And that's the spirit of what I would love to hand everyone today as we talk is what if at the beginning of this year, You weren't trying to be a better version of yourself or you weren't trying to be a new person, 
But what if you were walking in the freedom and the abundance and the wildly beautiful God-given identity that you already have? What if you were living into that and making agreements with that identity and really starting from a place of, I even think about the passage in in John 15, where Jesus says, because of the word I've spoken over you, you are already clean. What if you were starting the year living as a person who is being made new by the power of the Holy Spirit in your life? But what if you weren't trying to become someone new? What if you were starting from a place of abundance and healing and freedom instead of trying to earn it? And I don't know if that frees anybody up, but we're a few days into January by the time you're listening to this. And I'm going to assume that some of us have already disappointed ourselves and that we've already realized the calendar page turned and we're still who we are. So here's what I'm offering up today. What if we started from a deep-seated place of being in awe of who God has made us and also grateful for where he's placed us? So what if we worship God by saying, I'm so thankful for who you made me to be, and I'm so thankful for what you've given me to do and where you've put me in your kingdom? And then from there, we move into living like we're being made new. How does that sit? Yeah. Okay. That's so good. Okay. I just can't imagine maybe a better way for some of us to start this year than thanking God for how he's made us yeah. and who he's made us to be. Yeah. I was thinking about this, like, I guess the last couple days I was at the gym and like <laughs> focusing on something different. So I was triggered by this. Trigger is not the right word. <laughs> I was actually, it just came to mind of like this gratitude that we talked, you know, previously we've had an episode of like, what are we grateful for? Yeah. What is our like gratitude practice? And like, how often do we talk about how we thank God for the parts of our body that we forget? Yeah. And like, do you ever thank him for your feet? That like <laughs> you get out of bed and you get to just walk. Yeah. And the way your hands move and the way he was so intentional for the way our bodies like create a human being. Yeah. And, and because of that, like we get to live and breathe every single day, but instead we have that posture of just like, I want to change this about me. I want to change this. Like, even if it's physical or it's like a personality trait about ourselves, we forget to like thank God and remember like he made you for who you are. Yeah. He didn't make a mistake. He didn't say like, oh, I accidentally made you too loud or, oh, I accidentally make you a leader and you're going to like grow where you are. But even down to the parts of like, oh, you know, you made my arms really long so I can I don't know, like yeah. do the things I do. You made my body like to where I love to run and not everyone needs to love to run, yeah. but I get to be grateful for the way that my body gets to move. That's so good. Okay, let's mirror this and like live this out for our friends mm. listening today. So let's go even just with personality and why don't you and I on the spot, I've not mm. prepped you for this. <laughs> why don't we name a few things that we're thankful for about like who God's made us to be, like our personality. I can start. I have one immediately that I think about every once in a while, but that really feels like something I'm grateful for. I have an uncanny capacity to be very honest with myself, and I'm really grateful for that. I can kind of access what I'm thinking, really thinking, and really feeling pretty quickly. 
I don't feel like I can like live in denial about things. And I'm grateful for that. Yeah, that's really good. Hard, not a hard question. Yeah. I would, I would like first thing that comes to mind is how much like I love the way that my brain and the way that my, I've said this before, like the way I see things. Mm-hmm. And that's been kind of a new, I guess that was like my 2022 thing. But I naturally have like learned to like see the beauty in the spaces around. But I genuinely just like love my thoughts. Mm. I think it's like I like to be with myself. That's and sometimes I just like a miracle and like chuckle out loud and be like, where did you come? And like, you know, inside out this movie of like train of thought and it's an actual train. Anyway, so if you like have this thought, I love like dissecting it of being like, where did this come from and how is it going there? And yeah, I think mm. I just have a lot of my train definitely runs and runs pretty wild. And so it's really funny to catch myself in my thoughts of being like, you're kind of funny. Mm, I love <laughs> that. Okay. Action step number one for all of our friends listening. We want you to choose some gratitude about who God's made you to be, about your personality. And so why don't we definitely start the year with just praising him and thanking him for who he's made us to be and who we are. I love that. Okay. So number one, we're really asking in this first question, like, how can we be grateful for who God made us to be? Mm-hmm. The second thing we really want to talk about is like, okay, if we're all walking around saying new year, new you, <laughs> what does the Bible actually say about becoming new? What is God's word? What's the kingdom principle here that we can live under and that we can come into agreement with? So I will say my absolute like number one, I wouldn't say it's my favorite Bible verse, but I would say it is the most significant one in my life is 2 Corinthians 5, 17. And it was a really big deal when I met Jesus. Like it was a big deal in conversion for me. And I met Jesus when I was 15, but my life drastically changed like on a dime. And God kept, even when I was like a new baby Christian, he kept bringing this verse to mind in just a weird variety of ways. And people would like send me something random in the mail that had 2 Corinthians 5.17, or I'd see it somewhere. Just so crazy. But 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. And I want to just identify right here that this verse is about the conversion that happens by grace through faith when we walk with Jesus. And so I want to just identify this right here because as kingdom women, as women who walk with God, who carry the kingdom in our hearts and our bones and our mission and our families— When we talk about becoming new, I never want to cheapen it and forget the beauty of the gospel. The old has gone and the new has come, and that took the blood of Jesus. Mm. It took the sacrifice of our friend and Savior. And so we absolutely do get to be new people who once walked in darkness, who were once enemies of God, and who now are friends of God, not just friends, but co-heirs and ambassadors for Christ. And so I don't ever want to like cheapen this idea of being new, thinking like, I want to wear new gym clothes. Mm. I want to like have a new routine. I want to remember that like I was purchased from darkness and brought into marvelous light. And so I feel like that helps to just remember like, hey, when we're talking about being made new, let's remember what we're saying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. A second. passage about 
Things becoming new in the kingdom is a favorite of mine. Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. Forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And while this is this beautiful kind of prophetic word for that particular time, I think what I love about this is that this is who our God is. Mm -hmm. He makes new things. He makes new paths. He is always doing something new. He isn't a God of like doing the same thing over and over again. And so I am grateful that this is his nature, that his nature in the way that he moves in our lives is to create new pathways, is to do new things, is to bring new fruit, is to like turn the season in Jesus name. Lastly, Lamentations 3, 22 through 23, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And so this is just a really good reminder for me that even if I don't feel new and even if I don't act new, God's mercies are literally new. They're new every single morning, not just on the first day of the year, not just on the second day of the year. He is actually refreshing and renewing his compassion and his kindness and coming toward me with it, even when I wouldn't ask for it. And if that doesn't make us live different, just in response to that, I don't know what does. Do any of these hit you in any particular way? Or do you have any other thoughts about scripture about new things? I just think that to like hone in on these verses and the biggest thing that I'm seeing is like, he makes new things, you know, in Isaiah, it's like, see, I am doing a new thing. Yeah. And the old is gone. The new is here in second Corinthians. Like it doesn't say like the old is gone because of all the work that you did and now you're new. And you know, it's like, see, I am doing a new thing. He's not like, great. You figured out your routine. You went and you became this new person at the gym or you're like finally reading all the books you've been wanting to read and you're like less screen time. Like, I think like, sure, those are great things to like keep in mind to be like, no, I want to have goals for yourself. But like you can shed off this need to like do all of the work because you're going to fail and it's like his mercies are new every morning. And so you get to like live in that freedom that like, it's not about all the work you have to do. Like that's not what the Bible is and that's not what the gospel is. And that's like, Jesus came here to save your life. That's a good word. And, and he, like you can step in and be like, I can't do anymore. And he's, I think he's sometimes just kind of like, yeah, that's okay. I didn't, I didn't say you needed to become new. I said that I was going to do the work. Yeah. So good. Thank you, God. Hey gals, listen, we have an amazing treat for you. A lot of you were not able to come to the recover event that we had this past September and you asked and begged and pleaded and said, please, please, please. Will you put the audio recordings from that event on sale? And so we have had them produced and edited, and we have them ready for you to listen to. So if you couldn't be at our Recover event this past September, you now can pretend like you are there right now by getting the audio sessions from that event. It was incredible. It was an all-day coaching event for women on mission, and we talked about four different areas, recovering our God dreams, recovering our calling, recovering boundaries in our life and recovering 
bravery. And we want to invite you right now to go to the link in our social media profiles or to look in the podcast notes of this episode to see how you can get that recover audio for yourself today. You can listen to the whole day and use that information to to coach yourself over the holiday season and see what God reveals as you listen. We're back. We've talked about being grateful for who God made us. We've talked about wanting to have like a biblical kingdom understanding of what newness looks like from God's perspective. But I kind of want to like circle back to this idea of new year, new you. And I want to just kind of like drill in and pause and kind of like coach all of our hearts really quickly, because I think that something that I'm really cautious of is the propensity for women in the kingdom of God to function with some low-level self-hate. And I think that a lot of us maybe haven't had like great theological teaching to help us understand what it means to understand God rightly, to understand our need and our struggle with sin, to understand like humility and to not roll all those into like some deep self-hatred that that is actually like defaming who God made us to be mm. and what he's created. And so that's why I kind of want to just circle back to this idea of new year, new you. And I want to just remind us that God, this is his word. This is what he said about us in Genesis 1:31 when it says that God saw all that he made and he called it very good. If you've ever read, I think it's in Breaking Free that we talk about that the Hebrew word here for very means muchness. It was muchness good. It was very good. And so I just want to kind of circle back and say, if there's any part of your soul or anything in your mind that is convincing you that you need to be someone new, I don't want you to miss out on the grace and the mercy and also the kindness of our very good God who made you intentionally the way he wanted you to be made. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to steal God's glory by loving who I am without acknowledging that it was his goodness and his glory and his power that made me. But I also don't want to steal God's glory by hating who I am and defaming what it is he made. And so I know that we've got like an entire culture obsessed with self-love, but I just want to remind us as kingdom women that loving who God made us to be is actually glorifying him and even like accepting and making space for who he made us to be is one way we can like appreciate and receive the gospel And so for my friends who feel like they're a disorganized mess, or for my friends who feel like they're really emotional, or for my friends who feel like they're not emotional enough, or for my friends who feel like they haven't figured out their life yet, or for my friends who feel like they're behind, or for my friends who feel like they're going too fast, or for my friends who are lonely, or for my friends who are overwhelmed with too many people, I want to just say in the name of Jesus— Who he made you to be is actually intentional and beautiful. And yes, we need God. And yes, we need a balm for our sin found in the blood of Jesus Christ that covers us. But 
a lot of those things that I think that we make assumptions about that our sin or our broken parts of us are actually just who he made us to be. And they're not wrong. A lot of them aren't wrong. A lot of them are just facets of our personality. And so I would just hate, hate, hate if we spent the rest of our lives trying to new year, new you ourselves out of who God made us to be Mm. and some of the weaknesses that his power is going to be made perfect in. Any thoughts here, Em, that you'd add in? Just the like intentionality. Like you said, we live in a culture of self-love right now. And bringing it that step further of the intentionality of like, why are you like loving yourself in that way is like, like what you said is like, we are actually attributing our beauty and our personality and all of these things to be a source from like God's glory. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's not just like these flippant, like, oh, you love, that's so great that you love that about yourself. Cool. But it's like, no, you get to have that, this intentionality and like this conviction that it's like, I love these things because God made me to be this way. And because of that, people see a glimpse of Jesus Mm. every time they experience me. And the same set goes for you. It's like people see glimpses of God in you because you are made in the image of God. So bring so much intentionality and like conviction rather than some like flippant compliment to yourself. Yeah. So let me get it straight. Let me put it all on the table. I am going to set goals this year. That's, I know it's still 2022 for us, (laughs) (laughs) but when it is 2023, I will set a few goals. I will probably pick a word of the year. I'm going to have some intentions, but I want to say all of this under the banner that for me, the way that I'm able to do this and come under alignment with God and how he works and how he moves towards his kids is the principle of agreement. So agreement for me, what that means is saying yes and amen to what God has written over my life. Mm. So if I am trying to grow in some aspect of my motherhood, what I'm trying to do is not become a new person, not even become the best version of me that there is. But what I'm trying to do is come into agreement with what God's written over my life. If I'm trying to take care of my body, it's because I'm trying to come into agreement with the principle that He has said my body's good. If I'm trying to use my phone less, it's because I want to come into agreement with the truth that he's given me a sound mind, and I want to Mm. steward that well. For me, coming into agreement is growing, but it's agreeing that God is the vine dresser, and his plan for me is growth for sure. But it's also me persevering and being patient with that process and knowing that it doesn't happen overnight. It's not about my glory. It's really about me experiencing more of Him, more of Mm. His kingdom, and more of His power made perfect in my weakness, meaning like I'm still going to be me. I'm still going to be in my flesh. I'm still going to have my particular struggles. Mm -hmm. I'm going to actually probably have new struggles all the time but I'm expectant to really live into agreement. So whether that's like becoming more persevering because he's called me an overcomer, whether that's stepping into adventure and bravery because he's purchased courage and abundance for me on the cross, whether that's me loving people well because he's made me in his image and he's good at loving people, even to the point of pain, like I want to come into agreement with the things he's written over my life. I want to grow. I want to grow more into... Actually, let me say this. I want to grow more into who he's made me to be, Yeah, but not a new person and not another person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to be 
who he's made me to be. And I want to almost, I I use this phrase a lot in the office, but I want to be like an undiluted version of that. I want to be like a concentrated version of who he's made me to be. What about you? That's so good. I feel like I struggle a lot with the new year, new goals, who all I want to be. It's just so powerful to be like, okay, God, I know that you created me and you said it earlier and you say it's like where my feet are planted. Like I want to step into where I am here and be present. And I think you like open up again. The biggest thing is like for me not to have to do the work Mm. and for me to come in agreement with God and be like, okay, God, you've planted my feet here. Yeah, It wasn't a mistake that I'm here. These are the people that you surrounded me with. This is the job that you've placed me in. These are the people that I get to love. And now like I'm coming into agreement there in that space and it's not on accident. And now I can like intentionally do the things that he's called me to do. And yeah, and have like a lot of grace for myself. I don't need to be perfect. That doesn't mean that like every conversation I have is going to be coded in love. And like, I'm never going to be like, I don't know, short and all that stuff. But Mm. yeah, I'm excited about the new year or, you know, January. and (laughs) When it gets here. Yeah, when it gets here and like being able to set that intentionality and also just walk in that space and give grace to the people who do feel like they need to be new, a new person. Oh, that's good. You know, that's good. Not like correcting them and like beating them over their head because something in them is making them feel that way. And actually it's like all of culture. Yeah. So we can be patient with people. Yeah. And creating space, like dig into that, what is there. And I think it's just helpful to dive in of being like, go see what the Bible says about what becoming a new person is. Yeah. So that's how I feel. I feel excited about the new year. You can still say new year, new you. Caption mm, that up. <laughs> that's good. That's so good. Okay, here's how I'd love to end this podcast. I'd love to just pray for y'all. Mm. If you kind of came into 2023 with a ton of fervor and you wanted to be a whole new person and you've maybe already sputtered out of steam, I'm going to be praying for you. Yeah. If you feel like you've had a slow start to the year and you're struggling, I'm praying for you. Mm-hmm. If you haven't really known where to start, this is for you too. Father, we just thank you for our friends. And we thank you that you made each one of them with intention and love and creativity. And we thank you that you actually are not looking at them, wanting them to be a whole nother person, but instead you're moving toward them with compassion and mercy and kindness and grace. And in the same way, God, we also thank you that when you look at us, you see your son, Jesus, you see who we could be, who you made us to be in all of the abundant and free and healed ways. And so we ask for the insight and the patience and the perseverance to keep making agreements with that. Honestly, God, just for the wisdom to know in what ways we need to press forward and move forward and in what ways we need to be patient with ourselves, God. But we just ask that all of it, in all of it, we would be coming into alignment and coming into agreement with kingdom principles, that we wouldn't be running after any growth for our own glory, that we wouldn't be running after any growth just for growth's sake, but that we Mm -hmm. would be making agreement with kingdom growth, with abiding on the vine as you tend to our lives Mm -hmm. so we can be about the glory of God and the good of others in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Amen. 
Friends, we love you, and we do wish you a happy, happy, happy new year, and the same beautiful, incredible you that is always growing and experiencing the newness of the kingdom. In Jesus' name, let's go. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast episode. We would be so blessed if you would take a minute to leave a review wherever you've listened to this podcast. You're also welcome and encouraged to share this on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you use social media. We'd also love to hear from you. DM us on Instagram or send us a message on Facebook. Shoot us an email. We love to connect with you to hear how we can encourage you and further equip you. God is mighty in you. Let's keep going.